Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. Sometimes we think we're justified. We think we have every right to feel insulted and even to lash out. Do you understand that he has every right and every justification to just consume us in his wrath, but he chooses mercy? He has every right to just squash us like bugs, but he chooses mercy. And he asks us to do the same even when our anger is justified and our pain is legitimate. We often let our feelings drive us. If somebody hurts you, it seems important to hurt them in return. Pastor Robert is here to remind us today that no matter our anger, we have no right to deal out judgment. If God so freely forgave you for how you've wronged Him, how much more should you forgive those who hurt you? Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 5 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. separates us. It's sin. And I've had people want to argue with me about it. Listen, been there and done that. Do you understand? Right after I got saved, I met this beautiful Christian girl, just stunning, you know? And we started dating and we denied it, you know, because it was in that time when Christians didn't date, you know, and so you could, couldn't call it dating. You know, we were just good friends. No, we were dating. We dated for like two years. I asked her to marry me three times, and she said no all three times. I'm dumb and persistent, so I start. And she's like, no, I can't marry you. I'm not going to marry you. But we continue to go out, you know, continue to be good friends, and until finally I just said, listen, I can't do this anymore. If you're not going to marry me, then you finally convince me we're done, you know, kind of a thing. And then she starts crying, you know, and I was like, listen, we're, we're done. You want to continue this, I don't know, friendship, but she's my sister in Christ. I don't have the freedom to now reject her. Do you understand? I don't have that right. Because the Bible says God is building us Together, if the Holy Spirit of the living God is living within her, making her alive, and the Holy Spirit of the living God is living within me, making me alive, well, then I don't have the freedom to reject this family member. And so we would go to the same church. We would go to some of the same events. And then she meets a guy, and she kind of wants me to sign off on the guy. 
So she brings him out to my house. She's sitting in the car, made him go knock on the front door. Took courage on his part, you understand? Humility. Introduced himself. We got to be good friends. We still are, 30 years later. Do you understand what I'm driving at? We make excuses for our sin. We make excuses for ourselves. It's just awkward. Well, get over it. It's supposed to be about him. He loves that person enough to die for him. But they said your dress was ugly, so guess I can't go to that church anymore. And I'm not just picking on you ladies because I'm telling you, guys, we can be incredibly petty about stuff. The, the thing I usually get from guys is, is more like, you can't disrespect me like that and get away with it. You're going to show me some respect. And so this perceived disrespect divides the family of Almighty God. No, we need to walk in humility and we need to walk in mercy. Proverbs 15.1 says, A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. And sometimes anger feels good. Sometimes anger feels good. That's, we give into it because it feels good. I remember my, my daughter, you know, when she was like five or six years old, she's throwing a temper tantrum and she's screaming and crying, you know, she's doing all of this. And, and usually when I would walk into the room, it would stop. I mean, she'd turn it on and off, you know, and she'd look, oh, hi, daddy. <laughs> you know, because she's trying to manipulate her mom. And this, this one time, though, she didn't turn it off. And it's going and it's going and it's going. And I'm sitting, I'm watching her, and, and I realized she's deliberately giving herself to the emotion. She's, she's enjoying this. She's actually enjoying the moment. And so I sat down with her, you know, and, and I said, Serenity, take a breath. I calmed her down, you know. And I said, you know, you're really milking this, aren't you? And she looked at me and smiled. She knew exactly what I was saying. She knew exactly what she was doing. She was enjoying the adrenaline. She was enjoying all of it. Sometimes we think we're justified. We think we have every right to feel insulted and even to lash out. Do you understand that he has every right? And every justification to just consume us in his wrath, but he chooses mercy. He has every right to just squash us like bugs, but he chooses mercy. And he asks us to do the same. Even when our anger is justified and our pain is legitimate. The higher truth is that mercy always triumphs over judgment. The mercy of God is powerful. And a child of God choosing mercy is powerful. In James chapter 2, again, the Holy Spirit commands us in verse 12, so speak and so do as those who will be judged by the law of liberty. For judgment is without mercy to the one who has shown no mercy. 
Mercy triumphs over judgment, he says. Powerful statement. And Jesus said something similar in Matthew chapter 6. If you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. I mean, that's scary stuff, right? Oh, you want payback? Well, be prepared because judgment is without mercy to those who show no mercy. Oh, you want to continue to harbor that grudge and hold on to that unforgiveness? Well, the Bible says that if you do that, then your Father in heaven won't forgive you of your trespasses. I don't believe what he's saying there is that you'll lose your salvation, but I do believe that there's some serious implications. One, maybe you're not saved to begin with. Maybe you're deluded. Maybe you think you're walking in a relationship with the Lord. But in reality, that's not the case. You're still dead in your sins because you're holding on to these grudges and you're still walking in darkness. You're wanting vengeance for these past hurts. A couple of things, though. You don't have to trust someone after you forgive them. Sometimes we equate those two things, right? If I forgive them, well, that, that means I have to treat it like it never, ever happened. You know, forgive and forget. And no, that's God. God forgives and forgets. Hallelujah. But he's not asking you to trust this person who has done you wrong. If they're not trustworthy, well, then you're a fool to trust them. If they've demonstrated by their behaviors they're still struggling with those anger issues. You know, God is working in their life, but they're still clearly struggling in that area. Well, then you shouldn't trust them. If they're still struggling with the past pattern of, of not being completely honest about things, well, then don't just take their word at stuff, but forgive them for having lied to you. You see the difference? The same thing with mercy. Do you understand that your emotions don't have to govern your behavior? You don't have to feel merciful toward an individual to show mercy. Like I said a minute ago, just give it to God. I want to beat you to death, but I'm not going to. It's that simple. You hurt me. I want to hurt you, but I'm not going to. I choose mercy in this situation. I want mercy in my life. I'm going to be merciful. We're so glad you joined us today on Main Thing Radio. It's our hope and prayer that you were touched by what you just heard. Before our time is up today, Pastor Robert would like to share a great testimony of how God is working through this ministry. You know, not, not long ago, we got a really cool letter. Actually, I guess it has been a while now, maybe a, maybe a year or more, but we got this really cool letter from a lady named Desiree who was listening to our program from within uh, a maximum security prison up in Georgia. And uh, she realized, she heard on one of the programs that I'm from Georgia, so she reached out. She was all excited that she had, you know, just some sort of common ground with this guy she was listening to on the radio teaching the Bible every day. And uh, she asked if, if it might be possible for us to send her some Bible study material, something other than, she said, I don't want workbook stuff, I don't want the fluff stuff, I, I want 
things that will really, some tools that will help me study the Word of God for myself. As you said, for the first time in my life, I want to do it. I have time to do it. So we did that. We sent some books. We sent some, some Bibles for some of the other ladies there because they then asked for that, and they started a little Bible study group, and, and God was just using that little 15-minute main thing radio broadcast every day inside that prison. Wow, what a great testimony. If you'd like to share your story, please visit MainThingRadio.com. Thanks for tuning in today to Main Thing Radio.